This is the Barology Podcast. Mallow County, Ohio is my home. With your hosts, Mike and Joey. Hello, Mike. Good day. I say good day. Good day, sir. Good day. Well, we're back for another episode of the Marwology Podcast. Got a lot to go over this week. I know you've got some stuff for uh, the History Center, and I've got a bunch of stuff going on uh, that will take us pretty much through uh, through December. All right. Yeah, so we've got a lot going on here. So uh, just to get started, first and foremost on my list here is Mar Little Theater's Christmas in the Village 2021. It's going to be at Trinity United Methodist Church on Friday at 7 p.m., and that's uh, the 19th, and um, it's going to be at 7 p.m., and then Saturday the 20th at also 7 p.m., free will donation, all proceeds are going to go towards our microphone campaign. It's a great show. We've uh, brought some new people in, some old people in, uh, brought back some old... Oh, you said old people, so Ken Barnett will be there. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be there, but okay. he's not in the show. Um, but uh, brought back some you know fun things that we used to do, and uh, so we're, we've got that. And then the Flying Horse Farms... Um, they're going to be starting their light up the camp night uh, Saturday, November twenty fifth. That's Thursday uh, at six p.m. and it goes to ten p.m. That's a Thursday night, and then basically they're going to run every Friday through Sunday from the twenty um, sixth through December twenty sixth. And uh, I don't know if you got a chance to go last year or not, but that was um, that was a really good time. I hear it was really fantastic. No, I didn't, but this year I'll have to make sure I do. And they've made improvements over last year. They made some road improvements last year or this summer, uh, which will make it much nicer, I think. Uh, Bunkers Mill Winery. Have you ever been there, Mike? I have not. You've not? No. Well, I, I got to tell you, it, the, it, Jerry and uh, Rick have, have a pretty good little uh, – Pretty good little spot there to hang out in. So uh, if you're free on Thursday night, the 18th, that's this coming Thursday at 7 p.m., Ken Barnett will be playing Mark Twain. And it's called An Evening Affair with Mark Twain. So you'll be able to uh, have a nice glass of wine or whatever you want, a couple glasses, drink responsibly. Or you could sample with a flight of wines if you're interested there. Uh, but again, that's going to be Thursday on November 18th at 7 p.m., An Evening Affair with Mark Twain, played by Ken Barnett. Cardington Lincoln Middle School's Holiday Bazaar is going to be November 20th at 9 a.m. is when it starts. There'll be student performances and over 60 vendors. So that's uh, that's going to be a big production. Actually, I went to um, Colonel Crawford up in Bucyrus, uh, their, um, their uh, fall festival, uh, and I was, it was packed. It was absolutely packed. Good time. Uh, always a good time. They do bean soup over an open fire outside and bring it. Oh, just such a good time. Um, and then here's a big one, Mike, the 2021 Morrow County Chamber of Commerce, uh, Christmas, um, celebration here in Mount Gilead. And it's going to have a parade and all kinds of fun stuff. December 3rd, downtown activities will start about 5 p.m. There'll be carolers, vendors on the streets. There'll be several of the merchants that uh, are, have permanent homes downtown. They're going to be on uh, the streets as well down there. Um, the parade will start at the fairgrounds and work its way to the pool um, as they turn around and disperse from there. 
That'll be fun. Um, and the uh, Morrow County History Center right there on the square at 17 West High Street yeah. will be open from 5 to 8 as well. So that'll be fun. So you're not going to close for the parade. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. Well, um, sometimes if the weather is kind of inclement, people like to come in and watch the parade through the big windows anyhow. Oh, I had to. One year, I, I, oh, it was so cold. Um, so that's, again, December 3rd. Now, Mario Little Theater is going to have a group of carolers uh, for half an hour, and I'm not sure exactly when. It'll be between 5 and 7, though, I'll tell you that. Um, and hopefully it's early enough so that... Uh, 5 to 7 carolers? Uh, well, maybe. We might have 5 to no, 7 No, carolers. that's the time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the carolers will be around between 5 and 7 uh, downtown here. Um, and then, geez, I'm telling you, Bunker's Mill's got a lot going on. December 4th at 1 p.m., they are having string art. Have you ever seen any of the string art? You put that a bunch was of nails something, in a board. That and, was something back... When I was growing up, that was very popular, and uh, I think it's coming back. It is, and uh, you're going to have your opportunity to do that at Bunker's Mill. So if you're interested in anything with Bunker's Mill, go on Facebook and like their page. It is, um, it's, I mean, they're always doing something there, so that is a good thing. Uh, our, our good city or village down to the south, about as far south in Morrow County as you can go, Marengo has its Christmas in Marengo Celebration and Parade, third annual celebration with activities held at the Old Firehouse across from the United Methodist Church, uh, and it will be ending with a parade and a tree lighting down there. Um, And again, that is going to be... I did not write down that date, Um, but I believe that is further into December. Okay. Um, So I apologize for that. I believe that might be uh, December 10th. Um, We'll clarify that here in a few minutes. All right. December 9th, uh, the 2021 Christmas in Cardington at the Cardington Legion Park. That's going to be um, Thursday night. It's a little different than uh, everybody else, but it's a Thursday night, and it starts at 5 p.m., and they had too many activities for me to list. Oh, they always have a good time down there in Cardington. So, uh, yeah, uh, if, if you can be there, be there. What was what were the times on that again, Joey? Uh, that is going to be December 9th. It's a Thursday evening, and it's at 5 p.m., and uh, it's, it's loaded with stuff to do for folks down there. Um, December 6th, Christmas wreath, de- wreath decorate, decorate and Take, put on by OSU Extension Office at the Ag Credit Building, just uh, south of the fairgrounds there. Uh, they're doing two nights of that, December 6th at 6 p.m. and December 7th at 6 p.m., and uh, there's a $35 fee for the um, materials materials mm-hmm. that you'll be doing. But uh, that's going to be – that would be a fun time too. Uh, I was trying to talk to the wife about that. thought that might be something that uh, she might be interested in doing. Um, and then we've got uh, a walk through Bethlehem. I know uh, you and I have talked about, a little bit about that off air, and I've talked a little bit about it. That's going to be Saturday, December 11th, starting at 5 p.m. And then it will end um, – on Sunday. So it's only a two-day event. It'll end at 8 p.m. on Sunday night. Uh, and it says um, it runs in the evenings. All are required by uh, the king's decree to be counted in the census. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, take a walk back in time to the night when Mary and Joseph arrived in Bethlehem and the birth of the king. Uh, entry to the walk is mittens, hat, scarf, all new for donations. It's encouraged. Okay. Um, and then uh, you'll sign in on the census book, and then you'll take a walk through the streets of Bethlehem and visit uh, King Herod's uh, temple, uh, street vendors, and that's going to be really cool. They're going to have vendors, and they'll have a sign with um, 
with what the vendor sells. So if it's jewelry, it'll say jewelry in English, and then below it, it'll say jewelry in Hebrew. Oh, how cool. Okay. Um, and then uh, you'll also – I'm going to have a live manger scene. Did you say where that is? That is at Wolf Creek um, – is it the Wolf Creek? Oh, I can't think of what it's called now. Um, we'll post that um, actual link on our Facebook page. Um, but it's at uh, it's over on uh, I believe County Road Forty Nine. Okay, it's back. It's at a um, Wolf Creek. It's like a farm implement, um, small farm implement thing. You okay. can get feed and stuff like but that. But we'll there. get exact information yes. on our on the uh, website here soon. Yeah, I had that and uh, walked off and forgot it, so I apologize. Well, I have for an that. event here that I don't think you covered, and that is Christmas with Ken and Friends. It's the last one on my list. Oh, okay. Well, let, well, me, go let me cover that. I I got it right here, and uh, we have a picture of Ken and Barbie, but that's not the Ken we're talking about. Uh, Christmas with Ken and Friends will be uh, Friday, December tenth at seven p.m. There's a free will donation at Trinity United Methodist Church in Mount Gilead. The proceeds will help us adopt needy children for Christmas. Yeah, um, that has been very successful for Ken and his um, CIC group there at uh, Trinity Church for um, several years. Um, he usually pulls together a nice group of uh, his friends to put on a, a nice little concert. Um, going back to a walk through Bethlehem, that's going to be at uh, 5666 County Road 57, Galleon, Ohio, 44833. It is a Galleon uh, mailing address, but it's actually um, just over by Northmore School, just past that uh, to the east a little bit. So, um, again, that is 5666 County Road 57, um, and that is going to be the walk through Bethlehem. And what site did did you find that on? Um, I'm actually, if you look, uh, if you search events on Facebook, you type in a walk through Bethlehem, it'll pop up. Oh, okay, okay. Um, there's not a lot of info on here yet, it looks like, um, but it uh, is definitely going to be a, a pretty cool event just because, you know, well, um, MLT is going to be working in there. Um, this is decree by order of His Royal Majesty, the Emperor Caesar Augustus. It is declared that all the world be counted and taxed. Therefore, let each person and family come for a night in Bethlehem to be taxed according to law. Donkeys must be tied on the east side of the city and um, and enter through the proper gate. Dress appropriately as it is cold in Bethlehem this time of year. Each family will be assessed taxes. Watch for the tax notice. Um, It says a light... Supper will be available in the open market, and donations are accepted for that. Um, it says, those disobeying the law uh, to appear will be sentenced to a holiday season without the true spirit of Christmas. So let it be written, so let it be done. Caesar Augustus. Wow. Um, and then they've got another one here. Oh, here's the times. A walk through Bethlehem, live nativity, nativity village, and market. December 11th and 12th, time is Saturday the 11th, it's going to go 6 to 9, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday, the 12th, it's going to go 6 to 8 p.m. And there's also going to be a special time period for those with special needs uh, families um, from 3 to 5 p.m. on Sunday, the 12th. And it's going to be at uh, Wolf Creek Farm and Supply, 5666 County Road 57, Galleon, Ohio, 4th. Four eight three three, 
And it says a tax payment of mittens, hats, and socks for needy children may be assessed at the gate, but not required to enter. Uh, join them on Facebook at A Walk Through Bethlehem for updates and directions. Um, so they have a whole bunch of uh, stuff on Facebook um, to kind of walk through that. But it's going to be a good time. They actually put out some stuff about looking for old sheets and some trees and stuff like that so they can build costumes. And, and uh, I'm hoping that it works out the way we want to. Um, it's going to be awesome. So, okay. All right. Did Mike. you find the information on the Marengo? A Christmas in Marengo. I have it here if you did. I did not. You want to hit okay. that? Sure, sure will. Uh, Christmas in Marengo celebration and parade will be December 4th from 9 a.m. till 8 p.m. That's a Saturday. Um, let's see. What to expect? We will be having our third annual Christmas in Marengo celebration with various activities held at the old firehouse across from the United Methodist Church and ending with a Christmas parade and tree lighting in the park. So there you go. That'll be December, what did I say, December 4th from 9 a.m. till 8 p.m. all day long. Yeah, you know, Mike, um, after we've read all of these, I know there's a lot more going on out there that uh, we don't have. Um, but this should answer the question for everybody about why Mar Little Theater Show is the weekend before Thanksgiving. Right. There is no time to get it in otherwise. So much competition. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we want to go to some of this stuff, too. So um, we want to make sure that we're out there. So we're actually doing ours this coming weekend uh, as shared there. Um, and I just saw this, the uh, Village Craft Show, Chesterville Town Hall, 27, um, 27, let me click on that. Uh, I just saw this, uh, 27 East Sandusky Street in Chesterville. It's Saturday, November 20th, so that's coming up this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4. It's a big craft show. Uh, looks like it might be a good time as well. Well, here's another one I don't think we covered yet, and this is the uh, Cardington Lincoln Holiday Bazaar. Yes, I did hit that. We did hit that. Yep, okay, middle okay. school. I'll try to listen next time. Oh, wait, what? Who are you? <laughs> wait, okay. wait, what? Wait. Um, yeah, so uh, what do you got going on Um at the Historical Society. I know you guys are like, you, you guys have a lot going on here as you wrap up 2021. Well, yes. Right now we have uh, actually uh, Mastodon bones that were found near Chesterville um, on display down there. And um, I know that will interest some some kids. Uh, the size of the jaw, the piece of the jaw we have down there, it's just amazing. Of course, we do our broadcast from upstairs at the History Center uh, so after this, uh, Joey will probably go down and take a look at those. I'm going to have to and uh, send a picture back to my son. He's yeah. feeling under the weather today. Otherwise, he would have been here to see that. <laughs> and uh, Rick Jones uh, was here to sign last Sunday, the 7th, and then was here again on um, uh, Veterans Day to sign his book. And he sold completely out. He's having to have a second uh, group of those books about uh, uh, local military people um, printed, and they're getting printed right out here at Hartman Printing. So, um, uh, more information on when, the, when, and where those will be available in the future, uh, right here on Morrowology. Well, wow, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, and the History Center will only be open a couple more Sundays. The um, well, what's the day? Days so of fourteenth would be the twenty first and the twenty eighth. Then our final time for the year to be open will be during the old fashioned Christmas on December third. Um, and then we'll be closed for the season. However, if groups want to uh, want to see the uh, history center, you know, you're more than welcome to. Um, 
you can call Phyllis Miller. She's the one that uh, usually sets these up. And I don't think she'll mind me giving the phone number since it's on the front door down here. Uh, 419-946-7264. So um, give her a call if uh, we're not open and you have a group that would like to tour the History Center. That would be, I mean, a private tour. I mean, I've had a private tour. You've given me, you know, we've gone through some of the rooms together. And I, I'm a history buff. And to f- know that um, Morrow County has so much history that a lot of us don't know about, mm-hmm. yeah, I find it just really impressive. Um, you know, one more thing I wanted to cover is uh, yesterday I was at the book signing for my brother-in-law. Oh, yes. Andy yes. Cochran. He wrote mm-hmm. a book. It's called A Journey Beyond Comparison. And uh, you can find that on Amazon. Um, it's again called a journey beyond comparison, and basically he walks through, um, you know, finding his his journey with uh, with God and and you know finding his relationship and and where he feels he's supposed to be. And uh, Andy's really involved. He's uh, one of the leaders, the adult leaders for Young Life um, at school. He's you know very active in his church, and uh, I'm super happy for him and. Uh, proud of him for writing this book. It was something that he uh, thought about during COVID um, and actually sat down to do it. It's 89 pages, so it's something you could easily read um, in an afternoon for sure. Um, and it's uh, it's an inexpensive book. It's uh, $8. If you look at Amazon, it's actually going to be, uh, I think, seven ninety nine on Amazon. Um, but it's a fantastic opportunity. Um, and then... Um, uh, I just wanted to share that. So again, that was yesterday, Mike, and uh, I think you might have found something else that we missed on our... Yeah, something else at uh, Bunkers Mill Winery in Cardington. Uh, uh, Tuesday, November 23rd, uh, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., there's going to be a live glass-blowing ho- holiday ornaments. So let me see. I think I read that you get to um, you get to blow the... Inst- you get to make your um, ornament, right? Yes. And then they take it back and let it cool and everything, and then you have to uh, schedule time to pick it up, I believe. Okay, well, let me read what to expect here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you covered part of it. Local artists Zach and Holly Counts will be at Bunker's Mill Winery demonstrating their glass blowing skills by blowing the custom Christmas ornaments that you order. Uh, for $25 each, you can have them create a one-of-a-kind ornament for you to give us a gift. They will take them with them to allow them to cool and cure, and you can pick them up at the winery Thursday, December 9th. Purchase your ornaments either online or at bunkersmillwinery.com slash event details slash live glass blowing holiday ornaments. And I, that's just so long of a... Uh, just put in Bunkers Mill, you'll find it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like I said, if you have not liked their page, go and do that. Uh, Mike, I wanted to share uh, one of my one of my uh, new favorite desserts. Um, you know, I had bariatric surgery almost five years ago and lost half of the person that I used to be at uh, 400 pounds. I am not 400 pounds, not even close to that anymore. Um, on the fast path to high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, probably an early grave, um, have beat that. So I wanted to share, there's a website that I use, uh, and I know that it's... Uh, Thanksgiving uh, is coming, uh, Christmas is coming, and uh, desserts. It's time for desserts. Um, so I wanted to share, it's uh, a, a chocolate cream pie, and it's, it's delicious. 
It's got just enough sweetness to it to satisfy that sweet tooth, but it is better for you than the traditional. So you can actually buy um, one of the graham cracker crusts at the store mm-hmm. that's sure. already made. It's or my favorite. you can make one by taking one package of Murray's sugar-free uh, chocolate sandwich cookies or sugar-free Oreos, um, and you grind them up, add a tablespoon of butter that's melted, pat that down into a nice pie pan, you're going to then mix up one four-serving size uh, package of sugar-free instant chocolate pudding. And you're going to add two cups of either 1% or 2% milk. You need a little bit of the fat for the creaminess to come through. Um, and then one 12-ounce bowl of Cool Whip. Uh, or as Stewie from Family Guy says, Cool Whip. Um, so if, you, um, if you're interested, you can use the sugar-free uh, cool Whip. I made it just uh, this week. Fantastic. It's a, a no-bake. Just put it in the uh, fridge after you get it done. It'll um, thicken up, and it's just, it's a it's a delicious, delicious uh, holiday meal. Or uh, not a meal. Well, you could make a meal out of it, I guess. Sure you could. <laughs> I mean, you could make a meal out of just about everything. Not good right? for us diabetics, but hey. Um, so, yeah, um, that was one thing I wanted to share because I know I have found that, and uh, we're going to be smoking a turkey. It's going to be hard to keep it lit. No, I'm kidding. So we're going to actually put it on the actual smoker. And uh, I can't wait. I inject it with like a garlic, butter, salt, Ooh, pepper. That sounds good. Inject it um, and then uh, throw it on the smoker. And it'll probably take eight hours on the smoker. And when am I supposed to be there? I can't remember. What. Well, if you're going to drive to Bucyrus, it's going to be a while because we go on uh, Thanksgiving Day to my in-laws. Okay. Well, I'll be near Bucyrus at my aunt's. So. Oh. <laughs> In Chatfield. Oh, yeah, no. well, just a little bit further oh, okay. north than what we're doing here. Well, so good. So let's see. That's two stop. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. Hey, it, did you hear about the uh, overturned truck out here on 71 the other day? I did um, not. It was filled with uh, Vicks VapoRub, and amazingly, there was no congestion for eight hours. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute here. It's the holiday season. I feel bad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, geez. Well, it's better than this one. This is what I was going to do. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyway. So uh, I know that um, we have really, uh, we've packed the beginning of this show. We're already 22, 23 minutes in, uh-huh. and we've done nothing but share all of this, all of this uh, fun stuff that's coming up. So, Mike, I think you know what time it might be. Ooh, it's flashback time. It is flashback time. All right. And this week we're not we're we're flashing back, but these are flashbacks that you can get that you can buy yourself. Well, these are the good flashbacks, right? Yes, they are. Uh, the Morrow County Historical Society 2022 calendar is printed, thanks to um, Hartman Printing. And um, this year's theme is, let me get this correct here. This year's calendar looks into some of the curiosities of Morrow County's past. Since human beings are inquisitive by nature, the Historical Society offers up explanations for some of these interesting people and places from our nearly 200-year history. And, of course, Morrow County was founded in, Joey, what year? Oh, I don't even remember. I know we've talked about this. There's just... 
1848. Wow. Yes. That's a long time ago. That is. One of us wasn't born then. Neither of us was <laughs> born just yet. Um, this year's calendar has some very, very interesting pictures in it. Um, on the front are a couple of, uh, of um, houses in Cardington that are on the Greenville Treaty Line, which was uh, surveyed between 1797 and 1799. And you can see Oh, I recognize houses. those houses. Yeah, you probably do. Um, and there's a typo in the calendar. I'll, I'll correct it right now. It says uh, that these are on South Main Street. They're all actually on Marion Street. Uh, the South Marion Street home on the left of the Greenville uh, Treaty sign on the front cover of the calendar was built in 1886 from bricks made near the site. The house is known as the Mack House for Gertrude Mack, a Cardington librarian who lived in the house most of her life. The home is uh, presently owned by Heather Deskins. And I have a personal connection to that house. The first car I had was a 1966 Volkswagen Beetle, and I bought it from that lady. <laughs> you, you, you drove a slug bug? Yes, I did. Wow. Yes, for a few days until it was rear-ended. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't my fault. But anyhow, um, the other house is on the front of the, uh, the calendar, the house on the right was built in 1898 by E.C. and Alice Sherman. In 1918, Fred and June Chase bought the house, and it was known to the locals as the Chase Mansion. In 2012, Troy and Don Roman purchased this home and renovated it, bringing it back to its Victorian appearance. Their home has uh, 15 rooms. If you happen to drive by this Christmas season, see if you can find a lit tree in each room. So there's uh, what's on the front cover. I'm not going to go through all the pictures because I want you to buy this calendar. He won't even let me see it here, folks. That's that's true. Until you pay your ten bucks for the calendar, Mister Joey. My wife doesn't let me have cash. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll take a check or a money order. Um, I have neither of those. <laughs> she has those. Are you familiar with a meridian marker? Meridian marker. We talked about that, didn't we? I think we did it one time. There, yeah. There's a meridian marker in the uh, Rivercliff Cemetery. Yeah. And um, there's a picture of that marker in the February um, calendar. In 1866, each county in Ohio had to establish a permanent line of at least 40 rods, or 660 feet, that if extended far enough would connect the Earth's north and south poles. This four-foot marker and its two-foot-tall sister stone which is seven, uh, which is seven hundred feet due south from the first larger stone, would allow nineteenth-century surveyors to find true north by enabling them to accurately calibrate their instruments. A regular compass, because the needle only points to the Earth's magnetic north pole, has drifted greatly over the centuries, and is still constantly moving. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, you learned something new. And we have two notable log houses in Morrow County. And one is the Cardington Log House, which is pictured uh, uh, during the March calendar. Uh, the Log House was built by Julius Linstead in 1858, just west of Cardington, along the road to Marion. In April 1910, it was purchased by the village of Cardington, dismantled, and moved to its present location. Then Mayor Ritter invasioned the Envisioned, envisioned the structure to be used as a museum for visitors to tour 
as they detrained at the local station while steam engines took on water and coal. The log house held local memorabilia and served as a museum into the late 1940s. By the 1990s, it had fallen into disrepair and needed to be dismantled and re- uh, removed or be completely restored. Local historian Patrick Druard and World War II veteran Horace Horsey McLenathan volunteered to head up a team to completely restore the structure. With just over $6,000 of locally donated funds, the restoration project began. In the late summer of 1997, the logs were numbered, the house totally dismantled, and the restoration began. While the majority of the logs were usable, replacement logs were secured, notched, and used in the restoration. With the exception of installation of electricity, the house has been painstakingly restored. On June 30, 1999, the final chinking work was completed. Chinking is placing materials between imperfect uh, joints, such as logs, to secure a seal. The log house is used during community functions and as a backdrop for historical presentations to Cardington Elementary School children each year. It continues to remind visitors of Cardington's rich history and pioneer past. I believe chinking uh, is mud and like a straw or sometimes, grass or, or something Or sometimes like horse hair. Yeah, some, whatever you know, they something have. to bind it together. Correct. Yeah. And they need to chink, uh, re-chink quite often. Um, the other log house is pictured here. It's one's at the fairgrounds. It's owned by the Morrow County Historical Society, and it is the Garverick Log House. This log house was erected around 1840 by James Freeland. At that time, the location was part of Richland County. In 1848, this area became North Bloomfield Township in Morrow County. Morrow County had become a county in 1848. John and Rachel Rule Garverick, whose pictures you can see there in the log house, moved into this log house around 1850. It was located near what would later be called State Route 19, adjacent to Northmore Schools. The Garvericks had six children. They divided the loft into a boy's bedroom and a girl's bedroom. The lower level contained the parents' bedroom, a family room, and later a kitchen. The house was occupied until the 1960s. The Garverick Log House, purchased by the Morrow County Historical Society, was dismantled and rebuilt on the Morrow County Fairgrounds in the mid-1980s. An additional restoration, including the front porch, floorboards, and new porch post, was concluded in the summer of 2021. What is the difference of, uh, between a log cabin and a long house, you might ask? I would ask. The logs for a cabin were round and harder to fit together. The logs on the house were planed down and notched on the ends to fit more tightly. Also, quite often, a log cabin was considered a temporary structure until they could build something else, so they would maybe have a dirt floor and not put a, a wood floor in there. So um, that's what's going on in March. Um, some of the other pictures included, um, have you ever seen that uh, brick building over at Denmark? You're going towards Marion's often right on County Road 28. Yeah, the, okay. it looks yeah, it looks like maybe an old school okay. house or something. Yeah. Most people think it's an old school house. It was actually an old church Okay, back in the 1800s. And um, there's a picture of that in here as, long as, as well as the Williamsport one-room school, which has been made into a home. Yeah, I was going to say, I, w- I used to live in Williamsport, and I can remember them uh, putting the new roof on and stuff yeah. shortly after they bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, an interesting thing about the Williamsport one-room sc- one school um, do you know who uh, Tom Poston was? No. Okay, did you ever watch Newhart? 
No. Oh. I know who you're talking about. Okay, he was George the Handyman, and he had also been on several other shows over the... He's on Mork and Mindy, from what I remember. Anyhow, he had attended that school, and I believe his mom taught there, and his dad had a candy shop right across the street from where we're sitting mm-hmm. in what used to be the White House, now uh, uh, Keith's Flower Shop. Oh, wow. He, he had a candy and ice cream shop down there. Nice. So that's uh, part of Mount Gilead's uh, claim to fame. In May, there are pictures of the Levering Hall. <clears throat> oh, yes, Levering Hall. And people are always curious about that. Uh, it's above the, um, uh, what's down there now? It used to be the uh, Union Department store. Yeah, um, is, is uh, it re- it's not Remax now. It's uh, it's a realtor, and then yep. there's the uh, community center mm-hmm. where people can work out. The old so Union store years right, ago. Yeah. Right. So there are pictures from there, including the uh, ticket booth, the uh, stage itself, the... Um, a couple of performances that were performed there. We have pictures of that. And um, it was uh, it's quite a place. Now, if anyone has a couple million dollars that they're interested in uh, oh, yes. handing over so that we can refurbish that building, please, please give us a call. One that I really want to note is the Capitol Theater, which last year was its 100th birthday. Or this year was its 100th. Yeah. Uh, COVID's kind of in some concerns with the owner's um, health have kept them from doing much to celebrate that 100th year anniversary. So we're at least uh, making note of it in July of 2022 in the calendar, uh, some pictures of how the theater was and how it is now and a little bit about the history. So um, there's quite a bit in here. The Tokay Club. Oh, yes. Are you familiar with that? Yes, we did a series on that or uh, a show on yeah, that. We yeah, we did. Uh, up above where Joe's Hardware is now, there are pictures of how it was when it was being used and how it is now that it's sitting there empty. Um, it, it's changed very little. Um, there's a one-room school, Chestnut Ridge School in September. October, the Fulton uh, Quarry. Oh, yes. Um, the three jails that Morrow County has had over the years are pictures of all three. There was one before the one that's by the courthouse even. Okay, that's the only one I knew about other right. than the current one. So there's a... Uh, a, uh, an artist's conception of that uh, in here. And Sparta's Beverly. Beverly is a... Uh, oh, a sh- yes. Oh, are you familiar with that? Yeah, the the mansion. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. And the story behind that's in here. And actually, I think you can rent that for weddings and other events. Yes, now. I believe that's what it is now. Um, one of the succeeding owners of the Beverly estate was George Byers Sr., uh, the auto magnet... Uh, the Beverly Mansion is now a venue for special events. Yeah, and that uh, for those who might not know, it is right down there. Um, it's kind of catty-cornered from Highland High School, that big complex there. Um, it actually kind of hides back uh, behind a tree line. Okay. Like, you would not even realize that it was there if you didn't know. So it's right out. It's right across the road from the little pizza shop. In Dairy oh, Queen. okay, right okay. There. Yeah. So there's, um, yeah, so it, like, hides back in there. All right. So, um $10 for the calendar. Yeah, and right now they're available at Hoffman's Office Supply, Sames & Cook, and at the Morrow County History Center when we're open. Um, there will be more locations, but you can go to the Morrow County History Center um, site on uh, Facebook, and as as we get them distributed to different places, you can uh, you can find out where those places are on there. Awesome. Um, let's see here. Mike. Um, do you know what else um, happened um, like this week in history? This week in history, 
Uh, no, I don't. This one is a little sad. So, um, in 1970, on November 14th, which is Sunday, um, the day that we are recording this, um, the plane crash that devastated Marshall University football team oh, took place today. Okay, and uh, wasn't there a movie made about that? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it was We Are Marshall. I think. Yes, yeah. I think I'll say yeah. Um, and then this one is. Uh, have you ever heard of gunslinger? Gunslinger Frank Buckskin Leslie. I don't think I have. Well, he actually killed Billy the Kid Claiborne. Oh, really? Yes, and that happened uh, this week in 1980 in the town of... 1980 or 1880? 1880, sorry. 1880. 1882, actually. Okay. In the city of Tombstone, Arizona. Do you ever watch that movie, Tombstone? I have not seen it. Oh, my gosh. It's such a good one. Uh, uh, Val Kilmore plays Doc Holliday, and uh, this guy goes out into the street, and he's like... Who wants to fight me? And Doc Holliday's got TB, and he's been coughing and hacking, right, and real sick. And he walks out, and he goes, I'll be your huckleberry. Oh, my gosh. It's the greatest line ever. It just oh, wow. Okay. Fantastic. Um, this day, uh, this week, November 15th, 1867, the first stock ticker debuts. Oh, okay. How interesting is what that? What year was that? That was... Um, Did you say 1867? 1867. Wow, I didn't think they went back that far. So that was, uh, that was pre, uh, pre-Civil War, right? Yeah. 1867? No, uh, 63. No, 65 or so. Yeah. Or so. yeah. yeah. Um, and then this, these and are... No, I of, didn't fight on that. that <laughs> you war. didn't? No. Okay. Um, in 1984, Baby Faye, a month-old infant who had received a baboon heart transplant, died in uh, Loma Linda University Medical Center in Loma Linda, California. Um, I found that one pretty interesting, thinking that, uh, you know, uh, we try to transplant a a baboon heart um, in there. So um, just a couple more things there that uh, happened this week that I thought was kind of cool and wanted to share. So, all right, Mike, you have anything else for the uh, flashback? Um. (laughs) <laughs> this is kind of this kind of cute i just i was listening but uh there's a uh comic here with adam and eve and and uh adam looks at eve and says oh look the the mcrib is back and they, um, eve says stop calling me that <laughs> eve was taken from a yeah. river okay made yeah. from a river yeah i got that uh this week in 1907 oklahoma entered the union uh, That's where the wind comes sweeping down the plains, right? Yes. Okay. And a lead-in, very nice here. Also this week, The Sound of Music premieres on Broadway, 1959. <clears throat> I don't know how you did that, but you did that. It was uh, <laughs> That was impressive. So. Doe a deer, a female And I will mute his mic for everyone now. All right. <laughs> All right, Mike. Is that it for uh, the flashback? I believe it is. All right, so we're back here in 2021. Mike, what's uh, some last closing things we want to uh, share with our our faithful listeners here? Anything else? Uh, bah, 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 bah. The I white stuff's falling today. We yes, it is. Uh, we're doing this on Sunday, the seventh or fourteenth in the afternoon, and uh, yes, it's very snowy out there. So hopefully, it'll be gone by the time you hear this. Uh, I hope, but uh, I don't know. It's uh, 
was a little cold today too, and it was blowing sideways. And um, so, uh, just wanted to make sure that we shared here with everybody that uh, if you're running, if you want to run for office, um, spring uh, spring deadline to run for office, February second is for partisan position. So any position that you have to declare what party you belong to, you have until February 2nd to um, to uh, get your um, paperwork to the Board of Elections. If you are going to run for any other nonpartisan position that is going to be in the fall election of uh, 2022, your deadline is August 10th for any nonpartisan. So school boards... Um, those are going to be uh, some of those uh, nonpartisan roles. And then if you wanted to any of the like county commissioner, um, county auditor, you know, any of those type roles, those are partisan. And those then have to be, um, you have to have your paperwork in by the 2nd of February. Okay. Um, Russ um, Mayer had sent me a list of who had been voted in as new officers with the uh, fair board. Uh, I just looked and apparently I, um, oh, I saw deleted that. that. I saw that somewhere. I was um, going to share that, but uh, apparently I, I got rid of it. But you saw that someplace? Yeah, I think it was on the uh, Mara County Agricultural Society's oh, Facebook page. Okay. Um, I'm quickly going to that here. Uh, election results uh, from the director from the 2021 dir- uh, director election. Um, it looks like here, Bennington Township, Jeremy Hinkle. Uh, Township, uh, Congress Township, Dave Pierce. Gilead Township, Dan Rogers. South Bloomfield Township, Chris Lloyd, uh, Westfield Township, Chelsea Squires. Um, at large is going to be Stacy High, Steve May, Nate Newson, Scott Rule, and Nate Ulrey. And those are the uh, positions I believe that uh, uh, you were talking about there. Okay. Well, Joey, so, I think we're about uh, to the end of our time here. I think so. Uh, we're actually going to be talking. Um, I have. Uh, I'm working on a, a special guest to uh, have on, um, who's going to be hosting the big Fourth uh, of July entertainment. Oh, in Morrow County this year. Okay. Um, this is. It's going to be huge. Like I don't know if you realize, two of the names are huge names in music. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, Crowder and um, uh, is it Justin Moore? I believe was the other one. Um, I have to bite my tongue on that but that's going to be huge so i'm working on trying to get uh uh get him on uh to talk about that and um yeah it's uh it's going to be big and yes i was right it is um it is justin moore is the he- uh, one of the headliners there for the um he's a singer songwriter and national recording artist um justin moore he's um a pretty big name that's huge um, I can remember Toby Keith coming years ago down to the fairgrounds. That was a big one. Um, so they're going to have lots of, uh, there'll be lots of people in town um, for 4th of July, I'm sure, um, which which would be really, really good for us. Uh, Crowder's going to headline as well, um, and the Nate Williams Band, as well as Austin French. Um, so lots of uh, cool stuff coming up for Morrow County in uh, 2022, Mike. Awesome. All right, folks, I think that's going to do it for us this week on the Marrowology podcast. Um, Stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, I guess we'll see you guys again at some point. 
Okay. You'll hear us again sometime soon, I think, right? Most certainly. Yeah, we'll come back. I, th- I think we can come back, right? Yeah, I, they haven't thrown us out yet. Well, I mean, some people keep listening. I mean, our numbers have been down a little bit in yeah. listenership. So please, friends, um, send us out. We've had over, we've had 2,600 downloads since we've been doing this podcast. Um, our numbers have been down just a little bit, but it speak, there's a lot of, um, a lot of uh, spikes here in, um, in the uh, downloads. So please share this podcast with uh, anyone uh, that you think might have an interest in knowing what's going on in the history of Marlowe County. All right. 